Habitats, Habitats, oh Habitats, oh Habitats, oh Habitats, Habitats, oh Habitats, 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 Hello guys and welcome back to another episode right here, Hobby Talk, the raw and unscripted podcast here on Anchor with your host Wayne, that is me. So last episode I talked about, I guess you could say the fundamentals of EDC. Give you a little piece of advice on what you should look for and if you are planning on going for your first time, what benefits are there and pretty much, you know, how to plan your trip. So this episode, I'm going to talk about the road to EDC. All right. So the road to EDC is on. Insomniac, Rotella, um, Proscal Rotella, the co-founder of EDC, Insomniac, he's actually dropped the dates yesterday. He dropped the EDC date for Las Vegas for next year, 2020. It's going to be May 15th, 16th, 17th. And for a limited time, you can get your, you can reserve your tickets now for $10. That's GA, GA plus, and VIP, $10 right now. Go to Insomniac, go to the EDC homepage, and get your tickets now on reserve so you guys can either pay when the tickets officially drop. So the $10 is pretty much your reserve, your spot, to tell them, hey, I'm going, I'm buying my ticket, here's my $10, reserve me, put my name on there. I haven't done it yet because, well, homie here is broke. All right. There's uh, when you. That's another thing I forgot to tell you guys in the last episode. When you go to EDC, it's all fun. It's all vacation, vacation, vacation. Okay. But what you guys, well, what not all everybody, what some people don't realize is when you come back to reality, meaning your life, work life, family life. When you just come back from EDC vacation mindset, when you come back down to earth, you kind of look you know, like, even if you don't live in Vegas, let's say you live outside of Vegas, whether it's in the US, South America, wherever you may live outside of Vegas, okay? You come back, let's say you're gone for a week. You're gone Wednesday to Wednesday. And you tell your boss, I'm coming back Friday. Or if you feel up to it, you come back Thursday. You're not getting paid for that week. And I'm pretty sure, you know, some of you, most of you, I'm going to say 85% of all of us around the world work. And the other the other 15% are all the entrepreneurs, you know, the, the guys who own their own businesses, the guys and girls who who just live life on the edge. But the 85% of us guys, girls, who work a normal 9 to 5, and when I say normal, I mean like normal jobs, we don't get paid for that week. And some of us don't even get paid vacation pay. We don't get paid time off. We just put in our request to go to, um, to take our vacation. We go to our vacation, come back, and we don't get paid. Okay, so we come back and we see bills stack up. 
electric, your, your utilities, your rent, your cell phone, your car, your insurance, all that bills are just piling up when you're going to EDC and when you come back down to earth, you look at your bills, you're like, holy fucking shit, how the fuck am I going to pay this? That's what happened to me. Sure, you know, me and my wife work, but got to keep in mind, guys, my wife just went back to work because we didn't have the finances, so she's actually supposed to still be on paternity leave. You know, we just had her baby, so technically she's not even supposed to go back to work till next week. Not Monday, but the Monday after that. Does that make sense? So anyway, so she had to go back to work before I had to go back to work because I didn't have to go back to work until Saturday. That's when my normal day, my normal shift is. And I, you know, EDC is only from Friday to Sunday. So we stayed at the hotel from Thursday to Monday. We had the late checkout. Came home Tuesday. Felt like shit because I was sick. That's the post-EDC flu going around. And I didn't have to work till Saturday. You know, keep in mind, that's my normal shift. And we were just in a hole, financial hole. A very big financial hole. So my wife had to go back work on Wednesday. And let's just say finances for some people that go to EDC and come back to life, to reality, is a little hard of a struggle. So... I'm going to cut this little thing short. So if you go to EDC, make sure you guys have a financial backup. Make sure you guys, whether you're single, you are in a relationship, you're in a partnership, you know, just make sure that you guys cover your bases. You guys cover it like how I told you guys in the last episode. Your main three things for EDC is your uh, your EDC ticket, your hotel, and your shuttle pass. If you are taking a shuttle, if not, renting a car or taking an Uber or taxi. Okay, cover all those essentials. Those are the main three things you need to cover um, money-wise. Then after you do that, of course, you got to get your food, your merchandise, you know, funds. Make, make sure you put that on the side. Now, as I said, I forgot to tell you guys, make sure you guys leave something on the side so when you guys come home, you guys can pay your bills. I mean, pay your bills before you even go EDC. That would be better. But, you know, if a bill is not coming up till later and you know that the bill is coming up later after EDC, make sure you guys have a financial backup. So you guys are not in the financial shithole like some of us EDC goers are. I mean, I'll, I'll tell you right now, you can go on Facebook and some of those fees are just all about coming back to reality, hella fucking broke. Don't have money to pay the bills. Hashtag fuck life. You know, that's that's the kind of things I see and that's the kind of things that happened to me. It's happened to me twice, happened to me in 2014 and happened to me this year too. 2013, we were stable because we're staying with my wife's sister and her husband, so finances were okay. 2014, when we're out on, a, our, out on our own, Jesus fucking Christ, can't even talk. When we were out on our own, finally getting, our, getting an apartment, finances were not there, but I still went. We still made it through, but it took a while for us to get financially stable again. Then 2017, when we went, we were completely fine. I had enough saved on the side for when my wife needed it. She could take it out of the out of the account and use it for bills or whatever she needed it for. This year, we were totally unprepared. Uh, I think a couple episodes ago, I talked about how we didn't even know that my wife was pregnant until like the fourth month. And... That's when I actually purchased my EDC ticket. And yeah, it was just a surprise to both of us. But there was nothing we could do. I mean, there was a lot of things we could have done. A couple of my friends said, I want you to sell your ticket. Some people said, oh, why don't you 
you know, while you're still paying it off every month, why don't you just cancel it, get your money back, you know, get a refund. But there are so many things that were already in motion. There was already a lot of things in play, like my brother coming to EDC, coming to Vegas to see his godson and surprising his friends. Nobody knew my brother was coming. It was a big surprise to many, many of us. Uh, we were bring, my brother was bringing on a, a co-worker that he used to work with who never experienced EDC but he, he does go to raves in Hawaii but he's never experienced EDC a rave at that magnitude level so he wanted to bring him there which was a complete fucking flop I'll tell you that all right I'll get to that in a second that's a whole different story and I'll get to get to that in a second okay uh, there was things that my brother wanted to do here in Vegas there was a lot of places he wanted to eat places he wanted to see places that he wanted to buy things at so a lot of things were in motion for edc this year so in 2020 make sure you guys have everything covered all right finances rides hotel your ticket planning your your rave fam who are you going with make sure everybody is communicating communicating is key when you go to edc and it's not even during EDC. It's it's before, during, and after. Make sure you guys communicate with your friends, your family, or whoever you're going with. All right. If you're going solo dolo, that's a plus. You don't need to talk to nobody, just yourself. And then if you meet friends along the way, then you communicate with them and have a grand old time. All right. And the best thing is if you're going in 2020, it is it is actually, yes. So if you're going in 2020. Electric Daisy Carnival will be celebrating their 10th year anniversary here in Vegas for their EDC event. So if you do go, take a lot of pictures, take a lot of videos. And people are predicting since the video dropped, I believe, two, uh, yesterday. It dropped yesterday, too, that the theme is called Back Into Time. And there was a video of the time machine from Back to the Future, the DeLorean. The Flux Capacitor, Dr. Emmett Brown. Okay, so people are predicting that the special guest, like the special guest for 2019's EDC was Bill Nye the Science Guy. Um, Bill Nye the Science Guy. I feel like a drunken hobbit talking to you guys about this. I'm hyped and then when I kind of end the sentence, it kind of slurs down. It sounds like I'm a drunken fucking hobbit. Okay, so Bill Nye the Science Guy was the special guest to open up EDC, the opening ceremony, which was pretty fucking cool to me. I mean, I haven't seen Bill. I haven't heard about Bill Nye the Science Guy since the the month of EDC coming to Vegas. After that, like before that, I didn't even know who, where Bill Nye the Science Guy was. I used to watch Bill Nye the Science Guy when I was a kid, learning a lot of bunch of science. Didn't know half the crap he was talking about, but the the things I did know, educational, phenomenal, mind blowing. All right. I mean, I'm pretty sure you guys know who Bill Nye the Science Guy is. If you don't know who Bill Nye the Science Guy is, you're too young for me. All right. Period. Go to YouTube. Check out Bill Nye the Science Guy. He is not boring. If you say Bill Nye is boring, you can go fuck yourself with a 10-foot pole. All right. Bill Nye is educational. Teaches you some shit. You get laid a Bill Nye the Science Guy if you're lucky. So anyway, so hopefully Christopher Lloyd is the special guest for EDC for taking us back into time. And I, I said on one of the Facebook posts that I will only go if Michael J. Fox is with Christopher Lloyd. I will only go because you just can't have Christopher Lloyd and not Michael J. Fox. You can't have Dr. Emmett Brown without Marty McFly. That that defeats the whole purpose of the movie. All right? I mean, if you want to put a 
cherry on the the ice cream and the the whipped cream. Doc Brown is you know Christopher Lloyd's the ice cream. Michael J. Fox, Mario McFly is the whipped cream on the ice cream. Hell, if you want to put the cherry on top, bring the guy who plays Biff Tannen. That would be better. All three of them on the stage. You don't even worry about Jennifer. You don't have to worry about Leah Thomas. Uh, she's not even the original Jennifer. All right, but if you want her, you can bring her too. The more the merrier, right? EDC, family, love, peace, unity, respect. All right, so hopefully that's who it is. If it is, cool beans. So I, I uh, some of you who are asking, probably asking yourself, how come you're not going 2020? You're, you're just hyping it up. How come you're not going? You should be going. Well, as I said, other than the financial hole, my wife is... She doesn't mind me going. It's just the finances, as I said. The finances is what she's worried about. So if I, you know, she she kind of made a deal, but I'm not going to tell you the deal because that, that deal has not been set. When the set deal is either made or not made, I will let you guys know in a further episode. And we'll come to that conclusion when that road hits. All right. Let's just say it's 50-50 right now. It's 50% that I can't go and it's 50% that I can go. Where is the needle leaning more towards? 50% I can't go. As I said, it's because of finances. If I can cover all the financial talk, I think I can go, guys. I think I can go. But for all those that can go, and for all you new people, go. That's all I can say is just go. All you new EDC goers, go. Don't even think about it. Just buy your ticket. Buy a plane ticket. Book your hotel. Get a shuttle pass and go and experience the best three days of your life. If you like Disneyland, Universal Studios, imagine going there three days in a row. Three days. If you picture Disneyland and how fun it was, three days. That's probably going to be as much fun as you're going to get. Because EDC is probably going to be that much fun times ten. I promise you, if it isn't, let me know, download the Anchor app, and call in and leave me a voice message. I want to hear what you guys got to say. Okay, now on to another fucking story. This this story is fucking amazing. So again, I told you guys earlier, earlier on that my brother brought somebody, a former co-worker who's raved before. Uh, raves in Hawaii aren't that big, but they go hard. Uh, rave events in Hawaii go hella hard. All right. So my brother said this, this, this kid's coming. He's 25 years of age and he's never been out of Hawaii. Vegas was his first mainland stop. Sin City. The city that sins to the fucking morning light and so on. You got drugs, you got weapons, you got crimes, you got... What don't you have here in Vegas, okay? Just keep that in mind, guys. So this 25-year-old kid who's never been outside of Hawaii wants to go to EDC, the biggest rave Insomniac has, okay? I mean, they have EDC Orlando, EDC Japan, you know, they have a lot of EDC events. But it's the biggest rave, okay, in all of America. If it's not, then you know what? Go fuck myself, right? But anyway, so I tell my brother, are you sure you want to bring this kid? Because, you know, I mean, I know he's your coworker and all, but you probably know him better than I do. 
But do you really want to bring him? Because again, it was supposed to be me and my brother. It was supposed to be a bros night out. And it was supposed to surprise all of our fam- um, friends and family. Okay, the only person who knew from my side was just my wife. That was it. Nobody else knew. So he tells me, yeah, we're going to bring him. I want him to experience EDC like how you experience EDC, like how everybody else we brought experienced EDC. So I told him, you know what? You're right. I was selfish. I'm sorry. Let's, let's bring him. And we're planning out how to make this kid's, um, you know, uh, vacation slash EDC experience experienceable. Uh, it, it got to the point where we got kind of carried away in our planning. And I told him, you know, being the asshole that I am, that I should just stay quiet in the car, pick up him and my brother at the airport, put the bags in the car. He'll come up, come up in the front seat with me in the passenger seat. I'll shake his hand and he'll be like, oh, Adam, this is Wayne. This is my brother. Bro, this is Adam. I'm just going to look at him and just scream at the top of my lungs. You know, be like, you know, some crazy ass shit like, welcome to the Thunderdome, bitch. All right. And just scare the shit out of this kid and drive off. And just yell, you ever been to Mexico? And just, just, just drive. But, you know, I, I drive a Kia Sportage, so I can't really be fucking driving like I own a Mustang or something. So, I, it, that, that's how it crazily extreme planning it got for this kid. Like, my brother wanted to scare the shit out of this kid in a very fun way. I know you're saying, how can it be fun getting scared the shit out of you? Hey, you know what? It's possible. Trust me. It's possible to scare the shit out of somebody and still have a good time. Okay? And then the, the, the planning got darker where we're like, we should just... Get him drunk, walk the strip, and see if he survives. If he falls down, he falls down. Like it, it got really dark. But just, just know, guys, that as much of an asshole me and my brother is, we always take care of our friends. We always look after each other. Whether you're drunk, you're you're high, you're you're sad, whatever, whatever the case may be. My brother and I are assholes. I will admit, but we do take care of our friends and our people all right we make sure we they get to the hotel their house safe we'll drive them wherever needed to be driven if they're drunk or under the influence okay we take care of our people we'll fucking play with you know we'll, we'll fuck um you know i can't even say the word right now because it's just so funny in my head and I'm, I'm laughing about the experience anyway like we'll fuck with you draw on your face call your call you a bitch slap you around a couple of times you know but it's all in good fun so, the day comes where we got to pick this fool up from the airport. Pick him up on Wednesday. This kid, how can I say this? You ever meet that nerdy kid in school who has cool friends, popular friends, who's done it all. But, you're, but you know, you see this kid, he's, he, he's the dorkiest one of them all. I'm not going to lie. Okay, we pick up this kid. And I just felt like I was back in high school, meaning the, the freshman dork of, of the school. I don't want to be mean, but that's the, that's the best way I can describe it. Glasses, no haircut, you know, the the little Asian fro where it doesn't get any bigger, but it's just not, not flat. But you know what I'm talking about. I can't really describe the hairdo right now. He has the Bruce Lee um, chops, glasses. Uh, very, very uptight walking, like he has a stick up his ass. Very high pitched voice. All right, 
And it's, I, I, okay, I'm gonna get ahead of myself with this one. But anyway, so that's what he looks like. Shake his hand, try to be nice. I'm gonna let you guys know, it took everything in my body not to laugh. It did. I wanted to laugh and I, I wanted to say something, but my brother's like, not right now, hold it in. So we drop him off at Circus Circus. Can't sleep at my house, cause my wife and the new baby, yeah, equals a no-go for you, bro. So we drop him off at Circus Circus. We make sure he gets in his hotel room safe, blah, blah. He wants, uh, my brother goes, I'm hungry, let's go eat. So we go to sushi. Um, sushi. The first night, me and this kid goes great. I swear I thought he was, he was all right. He wasn't cool yet, but I thought he was all right. I'm like, okay, this kid can hang out with us. I don't see anything wrong. I don't, I don't see anything happening. My brother warns him, warns him that tomorrow when we check in, we're gonna go on the strip. We're gonna drink the the, the yard. If you don't know what a yard is, it's a uh, a big, it's a yard of alcohol in a cylinder. And you go to Fat Tuesdays and you can order that for twenty five dollars, or you get the super the the super yard for thirty eight dollars. All right, the super yard is. Let's say it's about five feet, because I'm five nine. That thing, like five five maybe. It goes from my chest down to my toes, so five 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 four maybe. But but that's how tall this super yard is, okay, in Vegas. And if you can drink all that on your own, you are one of two things: you are a champ who just wants to have fucking fun in Vegas, who doesn't, or you're a fucking alcoholic. Either way, you're having fun, right? So we order the yard for him. Me and my brother get our yard. We're sharing. Forgot the. I think my brother got a pineapple. The pineapple slush flavor with three shots of uh, Everclear. Let me just say that shit is delicious. And I'm not really an Ever Everclear drinking kind of guy, but you you fucking fuse that shit with a pineapple slushy hush puppy whatever you want to call it whoo that's the best 25 dollars that i've ever well i didn't spend it but you know what i mean boy over there orders a mango flavor and he wants two shots two look at my brother and i go is he serious two shots fuck that i tell the waitress or the bartender four four shots three ever clear and one 151 all right, so I know some of you guys are thinking, you're probably thinking you are one fucked up dude for doing this to this poor, innocent child. He is not a fucking child. He's 25. He's his own man. All right, he makes his own decisions. But there are friends like me and my brother who influence him to do ungodly things. That's the way he put it. I just put it as we're just having fucking fun, bro. So he gets that. My brother tips her 20 bucks, 10 for 10 for us, 10 for him. And let's just say he was not too keen about tipping. That's how I'm not going to go with the whole thing. But let's just say in his cultural world, they don't tip. Okay. So my brother goes, oh, you didn't tip him, bro. And he goes, oh, I don't think they should be tipped. You didn't tip him. And my brother got really, I mean, I got defensive too. Because me and my brother always tip. No matter where we go. Restaurants. Okay, long story short, if you take if your industry takes tips, we're tipping you. Depending on the service, the, the the speed of the service, and how you end the service, we will base it upon that. The most we've ever tipped was forty bucks at I believe uh, Cheesecake Factory. Okay, forty bucks. 
for me and my brother. It's not too much when the service is good, the food is on point, and the dessert was just also tender. I love Cheesecake Factory. I love cheesecake. Cheesecake is the fucking bomb, baby. You don't like cheesecake. I don't know what to do for you. I don't know what to do for you at all. So, we're drinking pretty much from the Luxor all the way back to Circus Circus. We're walking now. Walking. This kid takes a drink. And, you know, I get kind of bored. So, I tell my brother, let's play a game with this fool. So, I tell Adam. That's his name. Adam. I tell Adam. For every five letters, because there is five letters in drink, D-R-I-N-K. So every time I say drink, you're going to take a gulp of your drink. Every time you hear a word that has five letters, you're going to take a drink. Because there's D-R-I-N-K, five letters in drink. So I said there's Vegas, V-E-G-A-S, take a drink. Let's just say... Uh, he got drunk about two blocks down, stumbling, just unable to walk. We made it to Circus Circus, all right? We made it back. We made it back. He puked in his container. He didn't puke on the floor in the hotel. I mean, on, on the floor of the hotel. He didn't puke in a trash can. No, he puked in his yard container. Uh, we dumped it out so this fool doesn't drink it. I would have gave him 100 bucks if he did. No lie, and actually drank that shit. I would have puked inside, but I would have given a hundred bucks because I'm not doing it. But he didn't. We threw it out, and we got back to the room. We told him to sober up because the night's not done yet. We still got a lot of shit to do. Um, we went went to go eat. Went to go to the buffet downstairs to check it out. It was all right for twenty dollars a person. It was more of the finger food uh, buffet kind of action. After that, we walked the strip some more, got some more drinks. The, you know, we filled up our containers for five dollars, bet. And then we went back home, or we went back to the hotel and slept. Long story short, guys, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, all this kid talked about was his mom, his dad, his brother, and this girl named Jasmine. I know more about Jasmine than I knew about Adam. I know daily squat about Adam other than the fact that he works at a pizza place, he lives with his mom and dad, and he drives a Corolla. That's it. For all I know, this kid could have been a mass murderer, serial killer, a rapist. I mean, he, he, he's none of those. Trust me, if you ever look at this kid, you're going to know, like, there's no way that this person is this kind of, has these kind of traits. All right? Seriously, there's no fucking way. But you never be too careful. But anyway, so me and my brother get irritated with this kid. And when my brother gets irritated, like he has no fucks giving about letting you know how it is. And he don't care about how the fuck you are feeling, what you're thinking. It's just pat, 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 pat. He's going to lay it down on you one time. So I told my brother, let me do it. I do it the same way. I let him know the fucking deal. I put a stern voice. But I, as my brother would tell people, this is where my compassion comes in. I ease a story. Because I, 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 I tell myself he's young. He's never done this before. He's probably nervous. So let's just break him out of his shell. So I just tell him simply as possible. Bro, you are fucking up our shit. We need you to have fun. Stop talking about the people who are not there with you. And start talking about what you want to do for EDC. What you want to see. What you want to do. 
You know, do you want to go to the fucking Grand Canyon? I'll drive to the Grand Canyon. You know, things in Vegas or things that are drivable. Like, whatever you want to do, let me know. Stop talking about your mom and dad and your brother. Stop talking about your fantasy girlfriend named Jasmine that you work with. I'm just, te- I'm just telling you guys, I'm not trying to be mean, but you, know, you ever been out with somebody who you don't even know and, they, and all they do is just talk about something random of their life and, it, and that's all they talk about every five minutes over and over and over? It's cute the first couple times, but when it when it when you just start talking about it all the time, every day, five minutes of the day, about it's a different story, but it's the same fucking characters. That's like watching the same fucking movie over and over and over. It just gets tiring. So that's what happened to my brother. It just got tiring. So he kind of broke out of it for a little bit on Saturday, and then halfway through Saturday, he just kind of looked like he was bored. He didn't want to be there. So that kind of just made me and my brother realize, like, you know what? Next time, I'm scanning the people. Me, Wayne, I am scanning the next group of people that we bring. My brother did a great job in 2014 bringing up a group of five and picking up a random. But this time, I think, uh, as, as I told my brother, I think you're slipping, homie. Like, I know you want to have people experience EDC the way I experienced EDC, how everybody else experienced EDC in 2014, but this time I I think it slipped. So let me do the screening next time, and I will base it upon if anybody else can go that's outside our circle, because right now the circle we have is perfect, all right? And our circle consists of a lot of people, and I think me and my brother would have been fine, but you know, as I said... I really think that my brother wanted him to get out of his shell, experience life, and there's nothing wrong with that, but you can't experience life if you don't accept the fact that life is in front of you. Yeah, I understand you're 25, you live with your mom and dad, bro, but as I told him, you need to experience life. You need to let go. You, you need to cut that umbilical cord, my dude, because living with your mom and dad is cool and all, but you know, you're only getting older, not younger, and you need to cut that umbilical cord and live your life. Stop worrying about what mommy and daddy wants you to do. You're 25. Be a man. Grow a set. So you see what's fun for me and my brother. I don't know about Adam, but that's what we do to our friends. We, we, we have them experience EDC in their own way, but if you're coming along with us, we don't party. My brother always says, we don't party, we rage. All right? When we go EDC, we rage. We party from morning all the way to the next morning of EDC closing. Okay? So we wake up at 6. I mean, let's wake up at 6. Holy fuck shit. Fuck that. We wake up at 8. Do what we have to do during the day. Get ready for EDC. Go to EDC. Step on that bus at 7 a.m. when EDC is closing. And we go back to the hotel and we mellow out sleep for an hour and we redo it again that's what we do i don't know what you guys do if you guys go edc i know a lot of people have their own different criteria so man that is the story of 2019 edc for me ah man you gotta love the, the people you bring it always always has a little memory ball on the shelf as i like to say all right, guys. Well, that would do it for me today. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of Hobby Talk right here in Anchor. And it's the Raw and Unscripted podcast. I'm your host, Wayne. Tune in 
next time for another episode, and I'm out.